Welcome back to the podcast. This week I top scored again, but I'm still behind the other two. We also look into the future at blank and double game weeks and the strategies we'd recommend to make the most out of them. Welcome back to 4-4-Raffing 2. Um, this is the second take of recording this intro because we forgot to plug the microphones in and we got a couple of minutes through before we realised that weapon. Yeah, we hope this is working now and you're actually hearing our voices rather than just a muffled sound. Um, I'm here with Chris this week. Hello. Uh, it is only Chris though. Uh, Tom is unavailable, which obviously gives us the excuse to sort of tell him what to do with his team and all that usual stuff. And, and it shows what happens when Tom's not here because... We obviously don't know how to record the no. pod when he's not no, here. He keeps so. us together. He's the glue um, of this podcast. He's the Prit stick. Yes. Not like super glue or anything, just Prit stick. Yeah. Because <laughs> he sometimes flakes because he's <laughs> not into that, is he? So. <laughs> okay. That's a nice analogy. I'm sure he'll love that. Yeah. So what we're going to have a look at today is, as per normal, our teams from last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a look at some potential transfers for... The next week as well before moving on to talking about double game weeks and blank game weeks which are on the horizon now mm. um, I think Chris has a couple of little interesting midfielder stick or twist questions mm. which I'm going to pull apart and we're going to close with the usual dad watch and a last man standing and we won't reveal who is still standing no until the end no I've been taking lessons on yeah. <laughs> building suspense. Stay um, tuned. Although if anyone's got a decent memory, they'll they'll know who we picked last week. But that's fine. Don't mind that. Thing is, I never remember. No. I never remember. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I, I honestly never remember. I have to go back and listen to the pods. Yeah. I always go right to the end because yeah. I know when we do it. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Or no. No. <laughs> So, should we have a look at our teams from last week? If we must. Um, yeah. So I'm going to lead. Why are you leading? Be- because I because I led. Yeah. Um, because I am leading. score. <laughs> yes. Um, I think the second week in a row, I think. It is, although you're still third. Yeah, I'm still. In terms of us. Still, um, but you are hot on my tail. Yes, yeah, sort of 30 points down to now. Yes. So it's only one good yes. week. So yeah, I was uh, keeping Salah as captain is just driving my whole team forward right now. Mm. Um I'd be foolish to change that, I think. Although I'm probably going to change it this week, but we'll talk mm, about that later. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, my, I bought Sane in this week, which was <gasps> one half of my transfer business. The other half was Lorente. Yeah, um, swings and roundabouts. Yeah, exactly. So I can't be too disappointed because Sane did the business and Lorente facilitated that. So uh, Ah, yes, but, I get what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, if I'd have brought in any other striker, I probably wouldn't have been able to afford Sane. So Lorente must do better. Obviously, there's not much worse he can do. It's just frustrating to have two own goals in the team this week with Lorente and Dina. Mm. Really, I've, yeah, I've got thoughts on Lorente, and actually, we've got a question from James this week. Okay, and he's asking about Lorente. Yeah, um, in particular, along with another one, United defenders, which we'll come to. But yeah, yeah, I think um, you know Lorente's still got very long legs to keep in your team. I hope so, especially with Ali out. Yeah, um, that potential false nine, sort of deeper striker option goes I guess so mm. it probably cements his place even further even after that own goal and Spurs got the win so um, yeah pretty pretty decent week Robertson obviously delivering again 
uh, Pogba delivering, Rashford delivering, they've been two inspired buys, if I might say so. Yeah. Um, the only uh, blip apart from those two own goals, which, like, Dini has been really good recently. I can't moan two about Two oggies that. in one, one yeah, game Yeah, it's week. a bit frustrating, isn't it? <laughs> uh, the only real blip apart from that was Kiko on the bench with nine points. It was... Um, yeah. To be honest, I just couldn't really squeeze them in. They didn't have a bad fixture. I just had a... Yeah, because you're not going to play them over De La Feu, are you? Probably not. Especially because it's been um, your defender, Holobas, that's been the one that tends exactly. to be delivering the last few weeks. And yeah. Yeah, it's a bit frustrating. But um, And now he's looks like he's picked up a knock. So um, only a 75% chance of playing next week. But I think I'm going to bench him next week anyway because they've got, uh, they're have got they away at Spurs next week. Yeah. So I'm going to bench him. Yeah, man, that going to score three. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was me this week. Uh, who was the second highest? Was it you or Tom? It was Tommy. That that was genuinely a question, not just yeah. A we, so you scored sixty. So I got sixty nine in the end, which was uh, comfortably above average again. So how did he get on? So he was sixty six. So yeah, he was um, built on the foundation of Salah capturing as well. Yeah. I so it's a big um, move at the moment. I, th- I think a lot of the um, top managers, not that we're top managers, you know, a lot. Um, yeah, we are. <laughs> a lot of the. A lot of the people at the towards the top end of their leagues will have Salah skipper most weeks. I think these days it's a safe option, but I think it's a safe option that you can only rely on when you're like top three. Probably uh, the to, likes to of you and Tom, yeah, will need to sh- change up a bit because yeah. the guys top of our league, Julian, for example, ha- keeps Salah captain every week. So that's but it's good because it gives you a way around those types of guys yes. at the top. But you just have to call it right. Yep. Um, so yeah, so me and Tom both brought in Salah this week. Yeah. Um, after our horrendous minus eight point hit, but uh, at, least, it? at least Tom and I were very similar teams. Actually, I think we said this last week. You both um, have Robertson, Dina, Salah, Richarlison, Pogba, Rashford, Lorente, and Fabianski's on Tom's bench. Oh Jesus! So um, so well he won't mind them because I mean he can mirror your play. Yeah. But you got Sane. Yes. And he's got Philip Hansen. Mm, yes. For now. We do realise he's got like a hundred million in the bank as well. So <laughs> yeah, he could just he completely could upgrade every days, player. Yeah. But um he also had, as I just said, Pogba eight, solid, Rashford eight, Wilson nine. Yeah, he was doubtful was, going into the game. That week. was a bit of a, a bit of a surprise for me, and he's he's now unfit again, I think, isn't he? <laughs> I just don't think he's I, never gonna be fit. Yeah. He's unfit for two days a week and then just comes back for the weekend. Maybe that's how Eddie Howe stops him from leaving. Maybe, Every yeah. time someone comes knocking, he's, ah, oh, he's got a knock. Sorry, yeah. lads. Um, yeah, medical. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he's Felipe Anderson Richarlison got him too, which mm-hmm. I will bring up again later on. That's uh, something that I want to ask you. It feels like a common score for those two recently, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 66 overall, yeah, higher bad. than the average and higher than... Me, unfortunately. Um, I had 63 this week. Pereira with minus one. A few minuses about. What was that for? For conceding goals? Conceding goals and booking. I can't seem to call it right with Pereira at the moment. He's one of those defenders where you don't want to keep him on the bench because he can play right wing. Yeah, I think he's like the fifth or sixth highest goal-scoring defender this year. Yeah. You know, my back back line is full of them with Holibas, Pereira and Kolasinac. Kolasinac... You don't know when he's going to keep a clean sheet, as uh, demonstrated this game week when yes. he was my third sub. And he was <laughs> a clean sheet against Chelsea. Like, yeah. I can't call that. Anyway, so I had Patricio with two, Bennett with six, who came off the bench, thankfully, because okay. 
Jesus, who yeah. I took a four-point hit to bring in, just that, didn't even play. That hurts, yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a kick in the ghoulies. Um, Holly Bass got me six. Red clean cheat for him. Mm. Then I had Lamella on two. Bilver on one. Armstrong on one. Sigurdsson got me a last yeah, minute. Yeah, very goal, nice, yeah. Which was nice. He's, at least he's sometimes returning. Um, Salah captain, which was great. Aubameyang two. But I'm not too stressed with him because Cardiff at home next game week potential captain for me yeah. uh, with his form at home and then Jimenez in that route only got an assist but geez, he's like you know he always returns something so he just never returns a massive no. haul um, but he's you know he's reliable and apart from that yeah Kolasinac six points on the bench which he didn't manage to get in because Armstrong came in over him that was my uh, uh, me okay. prioritising my substitutes wrong Armstrong's been a bit of a Silly, silly transfer. I brought him in six game weeks ago now, just because yeah. he was well priced and he. Southampton are on a bit of form. Yeah, but it's Ward Prowse you need instead yeah. of um, this chap Ward Prowse. They're kind of building around him at the moment, whereas yeah. he kind of comes on for a, for a flutter. Um, but yeah, that's how we did this week. What are you thinking about transfers this week, Reese? So I'm. I can put out quite a nice team this week. So I'm probably looking at carrying one. So yeah. I've got 2.2 in the bank. Nice, solid. If I can carry a transfer, that will give me plenty of wriggle room then, especially if I do something with Alonso. Mm-hmm. So I think Alonso's probably got one more week for me. Mm. And I'm keen to give him that week because I see he, he still got it, right? Mm. Um, who the, do you know? Have, have you got the... Who have Chelsea got this week? Have you got any Chelsea players there? Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Away. So <clears throat> I think... Um, and then Huddersfield at home. Oh, I might keep him to three weeks then. I don't know. But um, I'm certainly going to give Alonso another go. But he's probably... So if I get rid of Alonso with 2.2 million in the bank, I'll be able to get a very good replacement and upgrade potentially one of Arnautovic and Richarlison. Arnautovic, again, I'm giving him a little bit of benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But we spoke last week about how he could very easily just give up. Mm. Haven't heard much from his camp in the last two or three days. No, he's probably sulking on yeah. on a bottom step somewhere. Yeah, which suits him down for the ground. Interesting, you're thinking about getting rid of Alonso because mm. Mendy's back in the squad for tonight's game against Burton. Is he? I saw yes. um, saw a video of him training today, actually, yeah, so um, nice Maybe to Maybe you want to keep him in your thoughts. Yeah, that's a good option because I... I'd, I'd That'd be really ahead of the curve as well because yeah. for people to even afford to get Mendy in... They'd probably have to, apart from Tommy P, because he's balling. Yeah. They'd probably have to drop the likes of Robertson. Yeah. Which they'd be because every every FPL player is turning to Robertson's number one fan. Yeah. Um, I have been all season. There I won't be there won't be many um, managers that will want to drop him so quickly. Mm-hmm. So if he starts with a with a with a bang. Yeah. We'll have to see though because City have got two tough fixtures coming up after Newcastle. They've got. Um, tough fixtures I mean I don't know if City have tough fixtures but they're at home twice against Arsenal and Chelsea Uh, that's after Newcastle so it's it's interesting have a think then because it's not as often when a player comes back from injury it takes a bit of time for them to if you think of maybe a, a Danny Rose you know I love that you're comparing. You're putting uh, Danny Rose in the same league as Mendy. Well, he was once. Yeah, once but, upon a but, time. Um, you know, when he came back, he found his he'd been usurped as the first choice. Yeah. But Mendy's coming back into a team that's kind of shot 
at the back like Zinchenko you know he's not going to take much to displace he's not going to struggle to come in and displace that person so um, it's um, I won't have to worry about him not getting his place back Mm. which is um, a comfort but that's probably it I'm not thinking about it this week I'm just um, freeing up two transfers to possibly facilitate a big move Savvy that makes sense Mm. Um, I've made mine yeah, I, I, yeah. I've jumped the gun again already, and it's probably going to come bite me on the arse. I should have learned. <laughs> I should have learned from the you last really eight point hit. Um, but I've got a United asset in. Okay. I've got Pogba. You have. Yeah. Okay. Um, I still don't think he's going to do it for the whole season, but whilst he's got this run, it's still yeah. It's that- pretty delicious. I mean, they've got Burnley at home next, then Leicester away, then Fulham at home. So even if it's for those three fixtures. Um, Rashford I'd rather have Pogba than Rashford because okay. midfielders points halls are generally bigger you know more for a goal and you know if anyone's going to get replaced for the likes of Lukaku you know Pogba's so nailed yes Rashford is nailed for the time being but I've already got Jesus Jimenez and Aubameyang I can't really justify getting rid of one of them Jesus maybe but but you've just brought him in so it's, yeah, I yeah. want to give him at least one more I game know, week yeah. Milk him against Newcastle and then get shot, maybe. Um, Newcastle is Aguero's favourite team to play against, though. So I wonder if that will that will come into the thinking. Yeah, well, I guess it depends how long he plays tonight. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Tommy P has alerted us to let us know that he would be thinking of getting rid of... Uh, no, getting in... Um, Rajiv or Shane? Yes. Raheem or Sane? Yes, with all his all his millions, all Scrooge his McDuck over there is yeah. uh, diving into his swimming pool of coins and coming out with a city attacking threat. But Tommy P's not here, so I'm going to ask you, mm-hmm. who would you bring in if you were Tommy P with all that money in the bank? I think it's seven mil he's got. Yeah, it's too much. Don't know what to do with it. Um, I would put it in a high interest savings account. Yeah. So his his um, I know Tom quite likes his sort of um, bench fodder. Yeah, you know, he like, he's only just got rid of Holberg, hasn't he? So yeah, like so Punchin is a, an incredibly cheaply priced midfielder who's now actually starting to get minutes. Yeah. Like, if it were me and my sort of strategy, I'd probably get rid of him for Asane. Okay, but because he did say he wanted to switch that strategy as well, didn't he? You know, of having five across the midfield, the yeah. Midfield. But also, I feel, and this will probably lead on something that we talk about it later. So I'm not going to go into too much detail now. But Anderson is ripe for a transfer out. I yeah. feel right now. Yeah, if his a, value hasn't dropped banana, already, it's going it? to. I think. Mm. Um, yeah, West Ham assets are sort of shrinking. I feel right now. Um, a soft avocado. Yes. Or any avocado for me. I'm yet to jump on that bandwagon. I'm firmly on it. <laughs> Riding it into deliciousness. Uh, join us next week on our food podcast. <laughs> We're in the wrong business. <laughs> um, personally, like, yeah, it, I'd, I'd go down the punch and route probably just to mm-hmm. get that five across midfield and then look to do Anderson the week after probably. Um, I'd like a city asset. So those, those would definitely be the ones I'd be targeting and... Obviously, as I showed last week, Sane's <clears throat> my favourite of the two, probably, yeah. to bring in. 
No, that's fair enough. I'd, I'd probably be inclined to agree with you on the City assets. Mm-hmm. I think he's been a bit burnt with Sterling in the past, but I think <laughs> that he could bring him back in and get some differential in terms of, you know, Sané is the boy at the moment. Yeah. But I'm always keen to try and, you know, get ahead of... He still wants to climb the league. I'm sure he wants to break into that top three. I think, yeah, I think uh, he's third at the moment. Oh, he's third? No, Matt, Matt's third. Oh, he's uh, fourth, sorry, yeah. yeah. So um, In a parish sandwich. Yeah, he wants to... Um, so I think City assets are a good way of getting there. I think he could also go very bold. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've got the Carabao Cup second leg tomorrow between Spurs and City, uh, Spurs and Chelsea. Yeah. And the way Spurs are going to be lined up, I would not be surprised if Chelsea pipped him. Uh-huh. With that bearing in mind... Um, he could go for Azard, the uh, the out of source Azard at the moment. Um, no, a lot of people have got rid, and and then he would potentially have a really really rosy double game week coming up when it clashes uh, in the final. Yeah. clashes with the uh, the Premier League fixtures. That's a good call. So it's probably worth um, worth seeing what happens in the Spurs game then, and take it from there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not writing off my team just yet. <clears throat> Obviously, you wouldn't have to make the decision until next week. Yeah. We've, got the, we've got Carabao Cup and then mm. we've got FA Cup. But, you know, it's an option because I think Hazard really has probably gone off a lot of people's agenda. Mm. Um, but he's still a class act. And yeah. until he goes to Madrid, I think he's... Yeah. Uh, and, he, he's and might be pushed into a more natural position now if Chelsea are going to close the door on uh, getting that Egwene deal over the line. Yeah. What do you think about Aguin? Do you think it'll be a good buy? I'm really excited to see him in the Premier League. He's just one of those strikers that's delivered overseas for so long. And I'm just looking forward to seeing if he can do it over here. Not like that I'm doubting him. I'm just looking forward to seeing him play. Mm-hmm. I think he'll do okay. I don't think he'll do as poorly as Morata is doing this year. 20 goals a season? Yeah, but I don't see him doing too much more than that. I think he's fit enough. Don't know. He's a chubby boy. Yeah, he's got that naturally to him, and like roast dinners probably aren't going to help that. Um, He loves his pasta. Yeah. Maybe getting away from the pasta will do him a world of good. Maybe. Um, But it'll it'll take me a long time to consider him for for my team. I think Mm. Um, it will be interesting to see where he's priced Mm -hmm. because there's a bit of a it's quite a scale now of strikers, isn't there? You know, you've got your real premium at Kane, then you drop down to Aubameyang, Aguero, then a bit more to Lacazette, and then another rung to like Firmino and Morata. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine he'd fall around that Lacazette point. Yeah. What do you think? Unfortunately, I think he'd come in around ten point five. You reckon? Mm. For me, where he is in his career now, I see him as more like you said a nine and nine point five. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I mean, look at Lukaku's price. You know, you just can't call it these days, can you? No. I mean, I I personally wonder how he'll fit in the, with the team because I don't see him as too dissimilar to Morata and Giroud. He's a big boy. Yeah. He's not amazing in the air as those two, but... Sarri does, obviously, though. Like, And Sarri's... Like, Chelsea seems a little bit toxic right now. I know that's just quite, you know, very short term and they had a really good start to the season, but... Um, Sarri was quite disparaging about his players after yeah, the weekend's say performance. They, they, they lack motivation. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. The whole group. Um, well, I mean, yeah, he, he played with Higuain, didn't he? 
yeah, managed. He had his best scoring. Se- no, I think he had Serie A's best ever scoring season playing under Sarri. So do you think he's trying to uh, kind of reenact that? Maybe instead of Mertens, Azard, and yeah. instead of Insigne, you've got Pedro. Maybe. I mean, it it, it it could be the perfect setup. But again, then I would uh, I would always ask the question: Why didn't it work with Morata? Because Morata's not a, for me. Giroud's quality in the air. Morata is quality heading, but he runs with the ball as yeah, well. Yeah, Morata's. I know you're all, you are a fan of his, or you certainly were. But um, I, there are, I, he's still a good footballer. Yeah, he, he'll, if he goes to Atletico, he'll he'll just reclaim his. You think? Former form, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, a player a player with his quality doesn't just switch off. I don't know if he's disenchanted in London. If it's just the team isn't doing it, he had yeah. a very good season in his first season at Chelsea. Yeah, he started really well. It's a weird one. I mean, if if I was if I were a Chelsea fan, I'd want to stick with him, um, but. Uh, you know, again, if Iguain was being offered, I probably wouldn't say no. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, should we move on? Mm. So we're going to have a short break now, but when we come back, we're going to talk about double game weeks and blank game weeks that are coming up and how you might want to prepare for them. Okay, welcome back. As I mentioned before, we're going to talk about double game weeks and uh, games, or weeks without a game for some teams. Blanks. Blanks, as they are known. Blanks. Yes. Um, So yeah, it might seem a bit early to start thinking about this, but with the, the, I feel the EFL Cup, or the Carabao Cup semi-finals have sort of reignited it in people's minds as, or something is coming. Um, So I've been doing a bit of research well, courtesy of other people that have been doing research already and reading what they have to say. Secondary research. Um, yes. Uh, and, yeah, Fantasy Football Scout and Fantasy Football Geek were the ones that I was looking at. Um, men very, very Men very close, or people, I'm assuming they're men, that's quite sexist of me. People very close to my own heart, um, delving deep into uh, the stats of the... Um, looking at the betting... Mm-hmm. on the Chelsea-Spurs game, for example, to see who's most likely to have a double game week. So I think Spurs are 60%, Spurs have a 60% chance of having a blank game week in a couple of weeks due to them having a 60% chance of beating Chelsea and being in the EFL Cup final. Mm. Um, so that's the first one that comes to mind, is the um, potential blank in game week 27 for... Manchester City or Burton Albion if they win 10-0 tonight Good day. Um, and the winner of Chelsea and Spurs mm. um, so that will leave both of those teams with a, a blank that's only what four game weeks away three yeah. four game weeks away so three, yeah. although we're mentioning bringing in players like Sane if you've already got two City assets it's probably not worth doing that I mean I was talking about bringing in Mendy as well mm. I mean having it's only going to be two teams that will have or two fixtures that will be blank that week so a maximum of four teams so you can probably get round it but it's just a shame that they're those high price players or, or city assets who you don't really want to miss a week with obviously with the blank comes a double game week exactly um, that's likely to come in game week 32 I think okay so not too far no still a bit of a distance off but um, yeah I think it'll, it's certainly something to save a chip for um, so would you recommend shying away from uh, City, Chelsea and Tottenham assets in the near term to then potentially pounce back on for a potential double game week? Possibly, yeah. So um, 
It's a bit tricky actually. So there's there's the the other potential blanks are game weeks thirty one and thirty three, where we've got the FA Cup quarterfinals and semi finals respectively. Mm. If City go deep in all in the FA Cup too, which in all likelihood they will, um, yeah, we're gonna have to squeeze in a lot of City games, mm. which you know leads to some fun double game weeks later on in the season. Interestingly. Liverpool, they're out of all the cups, right? Well, the cups that will affect yeah, double yeah, game yeah. weeks. Yeah, they're probably the ones that are going to stay most steady. Yeah. Um. So if you're after something that's steady and will carry on, then Liverpool assets are probably a good way to go. So no change. Yeah, no change really. Salah, Captain Robertson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Van Dijk. No change there. Thank you very much. Um. But yeah, it, it won't affect us too much for a while. But um, yeah, a couple of blanks and then a double game week, probably in game week 32. This is all hypothetical at this stage. Sure. There are a few uncertainties around what UEFA will allow and things like that. But The only thing with City is a double game week with Pep and his rotation. You could see it being two different 11s almost, couldn't you? You know, Jesus and yeah. Aguero are likely to probably play the game. So yeah. that's one of the forwards that you probably can't. Triple yeah. captain if you wanted to. Sané, Sterling, Mahrez, Bilvar. Yeah. It depends how much they're chasing the title, I guess. Yeah. If by... I mean... And it depends on the time between the games as well. But, you know, I'd much rather... For, for me, for example, if... If... I'd rather it be Chelsea or Spurs. Because, so you know, you, Hazard you, you double, or Kane. You triple yeah. captain Hazard. You know he's going to play 90 minutes both games. Yeah. Um, City are just... They could burn you using a chip like that. Yeah, I mean, I know what you mean. Playing triple captain on someone in a double game week and having them only play once is so frustrating. Even if they deliver in that one game, it feels like, well, they'd have only had to play in both games for me to get the same amount of points. Case in point this week, my sister brought in Jesus, Uh as I did. She triple captained him against Huddersfield. I understand the rationale, Uh you know. He's been on, scored some crazy eight goals in the last three games in all yeah, competitions. Yeah, in all competitions. And, you know, yeah. I, I would have had him down to at least start. And now she got... Well, actually, the triple captain went on to a vice-captain. And I think it was Pogba. But still, you know, if you'd done that on a double game week... Yeah. You could have had tripled. Yeah. So that's something to bear in mind, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, nothing to worry about too much at the moment, but... Um, Watch this space. Yeah. As and when they become more concrete, we'll be able to give some... Potential uh, strategy with regards to triple captain, yeah. bench boost, of course. So, for example, we might we might be able to discount people because they've got, despite them having a double game week, they might have two tough fixtures. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll know that nearer the time, and we'll be sure to pass that on. Um, so, Chris, did you have a couple of couple of midfield uh, dilemmas? You were yeah, thinking about? so very dilemmas, but uh, quick sort of fifty fifty decision. Yeah, so I've I've noticed that there's kind of like the usual suspects in midfield at the moment um, we noticed it with Tommy P's team um, I've had it in my team as well with for example Sigurdsson I mean he popped up this week so he kind of he lives another day but I th- wanted to give you some players and ask you stick or twist mm-hmm. if you were to have them because I'm sure there's plenty of managers listening thinking oh, should I drop him now yeah. um, you know should I hold so the first one I wanted to ask you which you know is perfect for you because you have him is mm-hmm. Richarlison yeah um, he's still playing as a striker yeah um, hasn't scored in several game weeks is he building up momentum to have a goal haul 
Um, do you stick with him in these these uh, next couple of fixtures, or do you, do you drop him? Um, what's what would be your strategy? I just I still think he's too well priced. Okay. To get rid of. But interesting though. But what? How how far does he have to fall before you start to see him as poor value for money? Because um, in reality, he's not going to drop more than point three. No, and I don't. I to be honest. I don't see him dropping much because I think enough people will still see him as good value for money at that price and keep him in. I don't wow. see him dropping too much. Like So their three fixtures are Huddersfield away, Wolves at home and Watford away. They're three teams that can see goals. Huddersfield got a new, new manager? Yeah. Dortmund, was it? Dortmund's manager? Yeah, Dor- Dortmund someone. Don't know, don't know who I it guess was. it's not. Yeah, no, it'll be he, like the under 11s coach yeah. or something, probably. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I should have said not um, at what point does their value drop, okay? But at what point does his form drop to, to a certain point where he's not value for money? Okay. Because obviously, his value at the moment is very good, right? Like we've said, yeah. Um, how many how many blanks has he had now? Um, oh, it's he's had four in a row, and I think he had a couple of assists before that. So, okay. oh, he had a goal and a yellow card and uh, an assist before that. So, he's already on a run of four. Um, what for you does it get if it's six or seven or it, so just... for me he gets these three games okay fair enough and then they've got City yeah I so think... the next big tough fixture you'll drop him potentially I think unless he scores two goals yeah I think I want two goals over the next three game weeks or he's probably on the hit list for me no that's fair but enough not, not right now okay so stick yes okay Ryan Fraser stick or twist I haven't had a Bournemouth player on my team for ages. Um, but I know a lot of people still do. A lot of people still do. He's like, got Chelsea next, then yeah. Cardiff, then Liverpool, then Wolves, then Arsenal and City. Yeah. I mean, I personally think it's time to cash in. Yeah, I think if you've still got him in your team, you're a bit crazy. Yeah. Because... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, um, we're not talking too much about uh, who we're getting in instead, but like we could... That's another conversation, but... At that price, even at that price, was it six point one? I saw there. He's um, yeah, but there's plenty, isn't there? Oh yeah, like look what Jota did at the weekend. <laughs> yeah, hey, get him in, guys. Here's a tissue. Try, try your tears. <laughs> um, the one that got away. Yeah, I'd have benched him anyway for this week, wouldn't I? Probably. Probably. Um, but yeah, you know there there are some there are some fun form options at that price point. That yeah, I where you where you don't have to bank on them scoring. No, but when they do. Corey. Yeah, um, I, th- I think Fra- Fraser is a a train that was fun to ride for a bit, but it's time to get off. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately never stepped aboard, alas. Don't know if I had him. I had Brooks <laughs> yeah, for a bit, and that didn't go so well. You went well into the differential yeah. side. Okay, and last but not least, Felipe Anderson. Yeah. Stick or twist. Sorry, on so Fraser, you're twisting. Yeah, I'd, I'd get rid. Yeah. Okay, and Felipe Anderson, stick or twist. He's probably to go as well. I'd twist on him. Okay. Um, again, he's been brilliant, but he's 0.5 more expensive than Richarlison as well. Yeah. And the fixtures they've got coming up aren't great. They're on a pretty tough... They're on a pretty bad run of form as well. Yeah, the next three as well, um, regarding what the the fixture difficulty says, they've got Wolves away. Mm-hmm. You know, Wolves are no mugs at the moment. No. Um, West, uh, they've got Liverpool at home, and then they've got Palace away, and Palace are looking like yeah. world beaters at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that Wolves and Palace have both 
Um, they both just conceded a lot of goals. So they conceded seven between them over the last over the two games that they played over the over the weekend. So, for an attacking player against those two defenses, there might be some scope there. Uh-huh. I'd say in order, like he's of all the ones that I'd say of the three that we've covered, he's probably fifty fifty. Whereas I'd say Fraser is a definitive bin. Okay. Charleston is a definitive keep in the short term. Yeah, Anderson. Maybe maybe he's a keep for three weeks, but I if I had it if I had him I'd get rid of him. Okay, I think you had it here for um, this guys. Just because at seven point three million, I think there's better value out there. I wouldn't like if I had Anderson and didn't have Richarlison. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't make that transfer. All right. So now I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. You've got between six million and seven point five million to spend. You uh-huh. can bring in one player over the next four to five game weeks. Who would you go for? Because obviously we don't want to give these guys advice to get rid and then no, give them anyone to exactly. bring in. Exactly. Oh, I just scroll past Jota. We'd be doing half a job. Jota might be worth it. He's, to be honest, he'd certainly be in the top three people to consider. Um, I don't know I, I don't know enough about him to call him a streaky player or not, but he's... Um, you know, he he scored a lot of goals last year in the championship. Yeah, he did, and maybe he's not, found his form. He's now. got it, you know. Um Lingard's an interesting one. I think a few a few people will be left quite frustrated yeah. by um you know his lack his la- of yeah, points yeah. when yeah. everyone else around like what's he got? He had that huge eighteen I think got, like I six think weeks ago. Was that I, um, I got him after the eighteen. That was Solskjaer's first game. Yeah, yeah. And then I feel a few people would have brought him in. And he's got five two one three two since then, and Pogba's been delivering every week. Yeah. So I'd be tempted to consider him. He's a, he's a, he's a well priced United asset. He is. Him. So if you want to get in that team, but you don't have funding, and you want to get rid of him, I think Rashford is still top of the list if you're after like a, a really well priced player. But if you're not considering a striker and you're considering a midfielder, he's probably third in line behind Pogba and. Um, <laughs> Who did I just talk about? Rashford. Be- Rashford be- behind right, so coming back to yeah. 6 million to 7.5 million <laughs> midfielders, yeah. who would you potentially bring in? Lingard? Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Not to my team, because I've got two United assets. If I didn't have them... Obviously, it's dependent on the makeup. But... Yeah. If I didn't have them and there was no way of me getting Pogba in, I'd probably bring Lingard in. Fair. Or Jota. Or someone else. Yeah, just in case. For the record, I'd probably bring in Lucas. Yeah? Yeah, I think with Ali out until March, yeah. Kane out until March, um, Lamella, <laughs> just being Lamella, yeah. I think Lucas has the opportunity to really push on. He's yeah. back in training now. He's He'll be playing very advanced, won't he? Yeah, and he's he's seemed to, him and Lorente seem to be playing quite well. Yeah, because they'd, um, they'd have played a few cup minutes over yeah. the last season and a half, wouldn't they? Because I think yeah. when... I think the first time I saw Lucas Moura was uh, about this time last year, probably when Spurs were playing FA Cup against like Gillingham or something. Rochdale. Rochdale. Yeah. I think we watched the it last Lorenzo Hendrick before. Yeah, so. and I think look, it was. I think it might have been Lucas's first game, yeah. and he looked um, like he looked lively. I mean, that's going back a while, and um, I can't remember too much. But you know, I feel like there's something there. Mm. So yeah, I still a, think he's a quite that's a really good player. call. It's a really good call, so, yeah, um, and something that a lot of people won't be considering. No, I mean he's he's still showing as knocked. Yeah. On FPL, but bear in mind, I mean we're recording this on Wednesday, twenty third. Yeah. We've got Carabao Cup tomorrow for Spurs. Mm-hmm. Then they've got Palace on Sunday. 
then they've got Watford. So I'm sure he'll get some minutes in one of those. Yeah. And he could be uh, yeah, fresh I, and ready to roll. Yeah, Spurs will need someone, won't they? So. Yeah, and if they start to adapt to play for Lorente, you need to have wingers that will put a ball in. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe Nkudu will get more of a chance for getting the assist. Yeah, it's nice to see him get some minutes, isn't it? Uh, it's nice to see someone, to see someone put a cross in for Lorente. <laughs> Jesus. Um, um, Wink's got it. <laughs> yeah. The guy who's five foot and not much. Yeah. Um, so that and that's actually quite a nice segue into one of our questions this week, mm-hmm. um, which is from James. Um, cheers again, mate, for supplying. It's us nice that we got someone asking us questions. Yeah. Um, so he asked um, three questions. The first question was: um, Lorente is Lorente a viable replacement for Kane? Spurs are a bit crap without Kane. Cheers, James. This has been proven before. And without Son as well, the two best players to create and score are gone. Lorente can't score on his own. Bruce? I f- yeah, I feel like we've covered that a little bit in what we were just saying about Mora yeah. and earlier on. I th- I mean, I spoke with my feet by going and getting him in. Yeah. Um, is that how you choose your team? Is it? Do you pick your team with your feet and make your transfer with your feet? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I do. That's why. I, that's why I get rid of the wrong players. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I meant to get Kane. I got the red. Yeah. <laughs> it's happened all season. Um, yeah, I think. I certainly want to give him another couple of weeks. Yeah. I he can score goals. He's a good footballer. He's won a World Cup. He did okay at Swansea. Like he did pretty well at Swansea. Yeah. Um, and. At that price point, if that's what you're after, a player at that price point, I feel like he's unrivaled. He can yeah. he can do wonders for the rest of your team. Yeah, he can. Turn, yes. he can turn Fraser into Simon. Yeah, or you can Oof, give yourself joke. seven million in the bank. Yeah, yeah, just sit on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you of the opinion that he can that he's a good asset to have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. I mean, I think he was unlucky with the own goal. Oh, he's a lump. Oh yeah, he's it's, a lump in the box. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but some two players jumped. I seen it, no. it was a kind of obstructed yeah. to him, and he, you know, he kind of just fell on his knee and went yeah. in. Because um, he could, he had a great opportunity down the other end. Yeah. Uh, and when people put the ball in, he's a threat. Um, Vertonghen put a lovely ball in from the left, and it was yeah. just on a plate for him. It might just take a while for people to adapt to his way of playing. Yeah, and he's got a while. Um, and it's interesting because. You know, people were referring to um, Sun being out and, and, well, Sun being away, Kane being out. Now Ali's out. Yeah. And they're referring to Spurs at the beginning of the season where they said, you know, they were a mess, they weren't creative. Mm-hmm. The person that was missing for me was Ericsson. Because mm-hmm. Ericsson pulls the strings. Ali doesn't pull strings. If you watch Ali, he's great going forward. He's great on the edge of the defender. Yeah. He's great in that number 10. But, you know, he doesn't pick a pass as often as Ericsson does. Kane is good at assisting. Son is just goals, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, with regards to those three being out, as long as Ericsson's still there ticking along, I think um, I think Lorente's a great shout, as you said, for his price. I and look so. at the other midfielders as well. You've got Wanyama, Dyer, Wing, Sissoko, Ericsson. You can't keep playing Ericsson deep when you've got all of those kind of holding box-to-box yeah. midfielders. So, um, yeah, I think I could easily see two wingers on the... On the wing, Lucas probably being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Ericsson supplying him and Lorente finishing. So, uh, yeah, for his price for me, it's a bit of a no-brainer in the short term. His second question was, Man United defenders, any viable options? Um, 
let's uh, quickly say a prayer for those that brought in Luke Shaw for Trent this week and then Luke Shaw didn't play because he had a cold or whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah Trent nearly uh, did can you imagine if he had <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lindelof's the one if anyone I'd say what do you reckon yeah I'm not really on this Lindelof train no um, for me you know he's just a kind of a fairly decent centre back um, and FPL wise I think you want to be going more for a fullback like the likes of Luke Shaw. Yeah. Um, I think Ashley Young could be a potential. Yeah. Um, he's. I think I've considered him. I think I talked about him possibly um, before Christmas, as like the only spark in that United backline that I'd be tempted to go to. He's consistent, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been getting returns in terms of assists of late, but you know you can't deny that. You know he's he's playing every week. Um, he'll probably be on corners. Yeah, he's, free yeah, kicks he and takes the like. Set piece as well. He's 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 going to play, and he's um, he wears the armband when he plays as well. Yeah, he tends to, I think. And I mean, he's five point seven. Yeah. So that's quite pricey. Uh, it, might, it might be something I consider with um, Alonso on the way out. A yeah. drop down to uh, Young would would free up some money. Potential cheap one as well is uh, Dowlot Dale. Dallow? Dallow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know the boy. Yeah. Um, He's 5.3 and uh, Solskjaer seems to be playing him recently, so he could be one. Um, I feel like Solskjaer's going to play people until results turn. So as as long as United's run continues, and it looks likely to do with their next three fixtures as well, I don't think he's going to change the team. Like Lukaku, for example, I can't see Lukaku coming into the team until they lose or until they draw a blank. I just don't. I don't see the point of him changing a winning formula. So. Yeah. At the same time, as well, I'm not on this whole. No, I know. They kept a clean sheet. I know you are. Solid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, mate. I feel like we're not committing to a United defender, are we? No, I'm. I'm not getting him in the no. in the short term. No way, Jose. <laughs> That could have been a nice pun if he was still there. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that wraps up part two. Mm. Part three, we will come to Last Man Standing and yeah. a bit of Dad Watch. Yeah, see you shortly. Welcome back to the last part of 4 4 2 Now we're going to go through Last Man Standing and Dad Watch. Mm-hmm. So on Dad Watch... Reese, what were the the movers and the makers of the Dad Watch League this week? So for the second week in a row, Dad high scored, as did I. So um, could you please specify which dad? Uh, my my dad. One pair. <laughs> um, so yeah, Senor Jones. Yes, Senor Jones's total was built on a solid foundation of Salah again. Nice. So he had seventy two. So he top scored out of the six the six sons and dads this wow. week. Maybe that maybe we can do that for next season if there is one. Just the Jones Parish Matthews watch. <laughs> we could start a little mini league, mm. father v son. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. Full of ideas tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so creative. Um so yes, yeah, Salah with Captain was lovely. Pogba, Sigurdsson in the midfield as well. Nice. Let down a bit by Dina in defence as some of us were Jimenez and Rashford up top and unfortunately Callum Wilson on the bench with nine so it could have been um, could have been up towards eight like father like son both nine points on the bench yes very different sources though Gable doesn't fall far from the tree never and um, uh, do I smell a bit of a wild card in there Reese? 
Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fair play. Did yeah. some wild cards. 72 points from a wild card. Yeah. Bit, bit gutted that you didn't ask for our opinion. It would have been nice if I were consulted. <laughs> um, yeah. I but mean, still, clearly I'm, didn't need our advice because he's... I've taken it fairly personally. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not like you do a podcast on this. No, no. I mean, yeah. It hurts. All right, well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let you go over that one yeah. and go through. Montpez. Okay. That's the new Matthews team. <laughs> How <laughs> many different languages are you getting in there? <laughs> I only know my dad in... Uh, pie. I think that's Portuguese. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Papitos, my dad, uh, got 67 points this week. Yeah. So he came second. And he also played his wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, based on a foundation of Salah. Oh. And he didn't captain him. Oh, did he not? No, because in true fashion, you know, when dad's doing well, he always does some kind of outlandish action so uh-huh. he, he captain Pogba I mean, uh-huh. it wasn't it wasn't bad what he got 60, 16 points but yeah. it's just a shame that he didn't uh, yeah. break that 70 points mark he also had Sané with 12 points which was very good oh, nice um, yeah good midfield yeah question, questionable one he's, why he's playing um, Calvert-Lewin up front but um, again he's like father like son Klasnach that's yeah. six points <laughs> The resemblances are uncanny. Yes. So, yeah, solid 67 points by Dad. That was also a wild card. Um, and he also didn't ask me, but, yeah. I'll, uh, me and you can have a little yeah. uh, cuddle and a cry yeah, after we, the pod. We will. And, um, Senor Parrish. Yeah, how did he Who's leapfrogged me this week. Yeah, he's uh, gutting. Up, up to fifth in our league. By yeah. a point from you, Chris, yeah. And he's still got Kane. Cheeky. Um, yeah, came benched. So he got 61 points this week. Yeah. Um, built on a foundation of Salah. It's enough, isn't was it? was captain yeah. this time. It's getting a bit boring this yes, time, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, and, um, I think it shows that he's a must right now, though. Otherwise, you're just losing ground. Yeah, I'd have been gutted this week yeah. if I didn't get him in. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know who I would have been captain. Probably Jesus. I was so close to captain Jesus. <laughs> I probably would have hung my boots up. But, yeah. Um, no, Chris had a decent week, 61 points. Wilson and Jimenez up front, with yeah. 9 and 5. Yeah, like they feature in a lot of teams we talked about this week. And mm. like, it, obviously, Jimenez keeps it taking over. Wilson's. I, could, I wouldn't mind Wilson pissing off, to be honest. Yeah, he's, he's doing Lingering. my nothing. I haven't had him all season. <laughs> and he's people on getting rid of him. Start, and he's just sneaking yeah. in goals. Yeah. Where's Josh King, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, yeah, solid enough. And, yeah, uh, and he's interesting. He's got Nasri. Um, oh, okay. That's a so probably, um, I'd imagine, I don't want to speak for, for Chris here, so but he's probably looking to get rid of um, Anderson in the future oh, as well. And okay. if he's got two, uh, two West Ham assets there. Yeah. Um, Unless he knows something that we don't. Yeah, maybe they've formed a fantastic partnership previously. Yeah. Don't know where... Anyway, so there we go. We've had a quick look at our dads and now I think it's time for Last Man Standing. So in Tom's absence, he has submitted his uh, his team to us. And like the gentleman we are, without a moan, Tom, we will let him go first. Yeah. So he's gone for Arsenal. Against Cardiff. Yeah. Bit of a no-brainer, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, this is my first game. I've been a spectator both you're, times you're, so you're far. You've been practicing yeah. every yeah, night in the mirror. I always draw. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so right. We, we do it on the one, two, release. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One, two, release. 
Ah, oh, his first game. And, the first and he's out already. It's just like last man standing. <laughs> Why is it we're last man standing? It's Even the mini games within last man standing, I lose that. That was the uh, the the rock against the um, the feeble scissors. <laughs> they were feeble as well. They were a bit wimpy. <laughs> so this week, last week, I went for Spurs. I think. Yeah. Who snuck me through in the ninety? Oh, did you? Minute. Oh, good. Okay. Um, and so this week. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to go United. Yeah. Yeah, United at home against Burnley, and I also wouldn't be too disappointed if United lose because, yeah. you know, if someone said to me, Chris, for a fiver, would you like to see United get digged by Burnley? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> Take my money. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I have just brought in Pogba, so if you're listening, football gods, yeah. let, let Pogba get a hat-trick and then lose 4 Okay, three. fine. Reese. So I went City last week with the uh, first pick I think I had, didn't I? So who did, Tom- Sympathy who did pick. Tommy go with? Um, United. So, uh, yeah, he won anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think... It's tough actually left. Liverpool, Leicester. Leicester are a funny team this year and they've beaten some really good sides. Completely <laughs> completely missed Liverpool though. Um but it is you know, I, it's probably not an attractive fixture just because of what Leicester are like this year. Let's take it on. Bournemouth Chelsea, similar. I backed Chelsea to get over the line there. Spurs Watford, Watford did them. I watched that game earlier this season. Yeah, they're a bit of a bogey team. Yeah. That was the one that was jumping out when you chose um United. I think You're choosing Watford. No, no, no. Uh, I think I'm going to go Everton at Huddersfield. Oh, my God. Yeah, I feel like Everton are... Uh, is this why I keep losing this game? I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you just handed over a five to me, Tom, because for me, Everton are on a, an abysmal run. Not as abysmal as Huddersfield. No, but Huddersfield now have a new manager. But you've, you've said it now. We're <laughs> it's in locked a, in. We're in an oral contract, yeah. so... Good luck, mate. Um... I can't see Huddersfield necessarily smashing Everton, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a sneaky draw in <laughs> I there. fancy Everton to get a good win there, actually. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, very, it's win with you then, isn't it? Because you all have Richarlison, which hopefully will get a, a brace or something. Yeah. Keep, well, it's, keeps it's, not, it's not win-win, it's all my eggs in one basket. Yeah, it's just win. <laughs> just, just please it's lose-lose. No, it's just win or lose. <laughs> <laughs> You're either going to be Thank super you. happy or super sad. Thank you for that insight, Chris. That was really useful. Cool. Thank you, Chris. Um, we'll see you all soon. Have a good uh, good weekend. Post Carabao, post FA Cup. <laughs> I'll either be a happy Spurs fan or a miserable Spurs fan. Yeah, Let's see. you're never in the middle, are you? No. No. Never. Right, see you then. See ya.